I think CEO is the one word that comes to me with the word CEO is responsibility and with CEO it's higher responsibility. And when we talk about responsibility, responsibility across different parts and different domains, the responsibility of business goals, of revenue, of salaries, of employee well-being, client relationship, markets perception, there's a lot of, lot of responsibility. And CEO is an act of, it's a challenging act of balancing all these responsibilities. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Avishek Kataria of Idea, Idea Toasters. Avishek, it's great to have you on the show. Hey, hi, Grace. I'm excited to be on your show. I've been following your podcast and it's a great initiative. I like the way it promotes collaborative learning and growing and so I'm glad to be part of it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, collaboration is definitely, you know, what we try to do as much as possible. And you're doing so many awesome things. I know you definitely know so much about uh, collaboration. So what I wanted to do is just read a little bit more about Avishek before we jumped into the podcast. And he is an ex-entrepreneur and a growth master. He had co-founded one of India's first organic cotton t-shirt brands. And he has headed growth for two digital products, a SaaS product and an e-commerce product, and has achieved significant growth in both of these products. He also promotes inclusive and collaborative leadership practices through his platform, Idea Toasters. This is why he, he's built to grow products that make things a few miles forward in the evolution process. Avishak, great to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Sure, sure. I'm all happy to speak to this in your community. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I, I wanted to start everything by hearing how you got started, what I like to call your CEO story. So yeah, so I'll just go back where how my whole transition happened, like because I'm an ex-entrepreneur and I transitioned into a role of a growth master. Okay, and uh, I've been heading growth teams uh, for digital products. So my journey as growth master has been interesting. Like I'm an engineer, I was working as a software developer. Somehow I felt I was not leveraging my complete skill set. That's when me and my friend thought of starting up something. So I left my job and I launched my my first venture. It was one of India's first organic cotton t-shirt band. And it was way back in 2014 when there was not a lot of awareness on organic lifestyle. Uh, but somehow it didn't work out because I think we spent a lot on inventory and then we were not left with a lot of uh, capital for sustenance and growth. But then we came up with another innovative idea, which was more of an incentive-based video advertising application, which was first of its kind in India. And we have a patent also for it. Uh, we launched the MVP for it. We actually clocked in some decent numbers with MVP. We were in discussion with few investors on getting the seed funding and all. Unfortunately, because of a family emergency, we had to shut it down. And that's when I was in a phase of my career where I was not, was not sure what I should I do next because I was enjoying the whole journey of starting up and being your own boss kind of a thing. But then I realized what was, I just reflected back and what was it that made me so interested in working on these startups. So I realized that the reason that I like to work and the, my passion and the energy is in developing and growing products that take the world a step ahead. So that's when I started finding companies which would actually align to my why, align to the things that I want to do. And I started working on those companies. So one of the companies where I headed the growth team and marketing was a, a real estate CRM, which was one of a new SaaS product. And their whole mission was to simplify sales and marketing for real estate companies. 
And for that, uh, I actually established a complete marketing engine from the scratch, the established the whole pro product marketing and messaging. And we, we have actually achieved significant growth within terms of number of leads we were getting per month, in terms of number of traction, the number of website users we we're getting per month. Later, then I actually headed an e-commerce product where users can actually register for their endurance sports events like a running events or cycling events. And uh, here at Evangini, our mission was to actually enable a lifestyle of fitness, get more people into running, get more people into fitness. So here we were on a very uh, great growth path, like you're clocking in around 5x growth per quarter. Uh, this was pre-COVID and then COVID happened. And because it was more of a physical event kind of a platform, then uh, we had to actually put it into a hibernate mode. So recently, I have so recently I am joined a, a very much a very interesting product, which is into a, a no-code data pipeline software. And here I'm managing growth, and our whole mission is to uh, simplify data analysis and database management for all kind of people, including the people who are not who are uh, not into data science professionals and all. And adding to this, on parallel note, I'm, I also have a mission which I which I'm very which is I'm very attached to, which is to create spread awareness on inclusive and collaborative leadership. I think that's very important in the society so that if, because 80% of the time people spend on their work life and for people to have a better life, the work life needs to be good. And for that, the leadership practice, a better leadership practice needs to be in place. So to do that, I've actually started a, con a content com community platform called Idea Toasters. So, so there are two things that I work on. One is I've figured out, I work on growth for this report. And second is I have a mission to spread awareness on inclusive and collaborative leadership. Nice. Well, I, I definitely appreciate that. And, and you, you know, sharing that with us. And I love that you, you were able to kind of find, you know, your, your, your zone, so to speak, and you understood that where, where you wanted to work and, you know, working with the different companies are able to yeah. kind of help that come about in, in so many different ways. And I definitely see how, you know, those two things can definitely overlap as far as like, you know, the growth concept and understanding those, you know, principles related to being able to grow companies, but also how important it is from a leadership standpoint to even grow the awareness, the understanding of all of those practices on how leaders and, and teams and organizations could definitely be a lot more, you know, progressive and, and, and um, really, you know, hit the goals that they're ultimately hoping to hit. So I love that you're able to kind of collaborate both of those. True. Yeah, that's true. I think that's the thing. Let's see how it gets merged in future. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But I feel like that's part of the, you know, the DNA of startups as a whole is just kind of seeing where it's going to go, where it's going to pivot and how it manifests itself as, as the world is um, as a whole, too. So um, I know you touched a little bit on, you know, Ideas Hosters and what you're doing there. Could you drill down a little bit more? Tell us a little bit more about that and what we can find when we go there. Sure, sure. So Idea Toasters, I started. Uh, so I just what I believe that work is an expression of an individual and everybody should get the freedom to express themselves at work. Okay, and it, no matter what, where, what level you are in the company, you should have a freedom to express your work in the way you want. And that's where you will get better results from everyone. That's where you get better output and higher productivity. So Idea Roasters is a content platform where we write content on different types of leadership, different types of topics related to leadership where we promote concepts like design thinking. Uh, we have a lot of content on empathy. Uh, we have share how to actually implement brainstorming sessions within organizations during your meetings and all. And other side, we also have a community platform where anyone who wants to share any uh, anything related to their expert field, which is more of a community blog. If, we, if someone is into marketing, they want to share something about what they feel about marketing, they can share it. So on one side, it's a free platform. Everyone can share their ideas. On the second side, there is our own core content where we share about leadership practices that actually promote collaborative leadership. And we have 
if you ask me there are four key principles that we follow with respect to leadership which is one is there should be a proper goal setting because that's where everything if everybody is clear of goal setting i 80% of work i think is already done because i believe everyone is talented they just need to know the right path and right direction second is openness and transparency because uh i i if people are scared of you as a manager then they'll actually not share the things that you need to know they'll not share the problems that are there in the company so for you to be aware of everything you have to have that openness nature and transparent nature within the organization third is as i expressed earlier also that people should have their own way of expressing their works so you you have to give people freedom to express their work in their own style and let to so have a proper goal setting but then they can work and they can express in their own style and that within to align to that goal and third is where we have collective mindset and decision making because if you have everybody working like then that if you taking a decision delegating everything uh, that's just one mind working but if you have everybody collaborating on a particular idea or particular uh, project then it's like 10 minds working so you should leverage all the 10 minds that you have for even strategy and not just for just execution part Yeah, that's absolutely huge. I appreciate you breaking each of those down. And to me, like, you know, when I hear each of those different kind of pillars or are are those um, you know, ways that you approach in uh, leadership, especially that collaborative leadership practices that you talked about, to me it's, it speaks to like the environment of as you said, you know, having the transparency and knowing that you're creating an environment by which people can come up with ideas, but also making sure that everybody's going, you know, along the same paths and and like there's so many different aspects of that that builds up into the environment that I think we sometimes forget not only affects us you know individually but it affects the team and affects the 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 people in the organ in the in the the clients I I should say of the people that are served by whatever organization so I think it creates that uh domino effect and that ripple effect that sometimes we forget when we're looking at you know leadership especially true true yeah I think that's true Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I, I wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself personally or the business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? So uh, I have read a very interesting book called Principles by Ray Dalio. He's the founder of Bridgewater Association. And he said, like, whenever you find, whenever if something has worked for you, you create a framework around it, you create a principle around it. And then whenever you are in a similar situation, you use that. So you don't have to use you know you don't have to think again for the same kind of a pattern so you have a list of your principles so i think one of the secrets is make your own principles make your own frameworks what have worked for you and i think i i would share one of the framework that i have personally that i follow i think that would be very helpful for your listeners which is i call it a product success formula which is my own personal product success formula uh, so there are a lot of things which are involved in making a product successful and it varies for different types of product but there are three core factors which are the base of any successful product like if you don't have one of those factors then your product the chances of your product being successful is very very low so the three factors that i say are one is the value so what value it offers to the customer and in in the in the value you also need to answer questions like uh does that value has a need do, do people have a need for that value uh, how many people was the how many people was the user size that has a need for that value and well people will pay for that uh, particular value so in under value it's not only about value it's whether there is a market for that value second is messaging because once okay you have a product that delivers great value but are people able to understand and relate to you based on your messaging are they able to understand that yes this product actually satisfy a need for me and it actually delivers a certain value that which i require like one of the greatest example where a successful product failed because of bad messaging is microsoft zune like microsoft zoom which was launched around around in 2000 was equally good product as ipod uh, but uh, ipod with the messaging was like 1 lakh 
songs in your pocket microsoft zune messaging was basic uh, it's a high tech mp3 player and that's was one of the reason biggest reason for this failure and third i would say is experience which is customer experience or product experience which is like because uh, your value and messaging will get your customers on board but then to build a sustainable business you need to retain your customers and that will only happen through uh, experience and if you provide a better experience you'll actually create a base of loyal fans will become your product advocate and will create a network effect of growth so that's why i like there is a stat which says like uh, companies that focus on customer uh, experience they actually are 60% more profitable which is there on hubspot so so that's where there are three core factors that people should focus on uh, product success formula this is one of my frameworks that i follow which is value messaging and experience appreciate that and so i wanted to switch gears a little bit and i want to ask you for what i call a ceo hack and this could be like the book like from ray dalio but it could be an app a book or a habit that you have but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient i think as i discussed earlier one of the key thing one of the key part to success of any organization is goal setting and when i say goal setting it is across the organization across teams across individuals and like companies like google and intel follow a very specific goal setting uh, mechanism or framework called okr so i think people should read about okr if they are if they are aware of okr follow okr because it's, it's it's a very powerful goal setting tool and i think one more thing i would believe is yeah spend extra the way people say you, know, you have to spend extra time at work to become successful i say spend extra time but not at work but getting better at your work and keep keeping updated with your work related things Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger, younger business self. So I think here I would reflect back on the biggest lesson that I learned from my first startup failure, which was to do proper research before you start any project or before you start any company. Like because we actually we actually invested a lot without actually doing the proper research on the understanding a consumer. So I think research is important before you start any or before you put resources on a particular project. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Avishek, I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote-unquote CEOs on the show. So Avishek, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think CEO is the one word that comes to me with the word CEO is responsibility. And with CEO, it's higher responsibility. And when we talk about responsibility, responsibility across different parts and different domains, the responsibility of business goals of revenue of salaries of employee being client relationship markets perception well there a lot of lot of responsibilities and ceo is an act of it's a challenging act of balancing all these responsibilities but you're on a very thin line and you have to balance and make sure everything is working well and that's when that spend will become successful Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Avishek, truly appreciate that definition, and I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do was just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you could let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best they could get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Sure, sure. I think this one last advice I would like to give is like uh, make sure. I think there's a book like I'll start with why by Simon Sinek. So understand, know your why, what is your passion, and then you figure out your career choices rather than just going after any career choice. and it's not necessary that you need because that's what i've learned it's not necessary that you need to start something to follow your passion if you know your why you can either start something or you can also find a product or a company that aligns to your why so that's how you can follow your passion that's how you can have a more satisfied and fulfilling work life and go and i think you should go after a satisfying fulfilling work life so that's why you should know your why and yeah you can connect me on linkedin you can it's linkedin you can just search avishek katai you find me on linkedin 
and also you can contact me like uh, you can just go on avishekatade.com and you'll find my email id and everything Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much, Avishek. We will have the links and information in the show notes. I love that last note and that extra, you know, hack as well too of, of, you know, Simon Sinek starting with why, because I think it's so important, you know, as we have talked about within an organization to understand like where you're going, but it's even more important, I think, to understand our why as individuals to know how we can make certain decisions. So I appreciate you for, for sharing that with us and remind us of that. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.